Hello, quasi stranger. Hi, friend. So, what are we talking about? Actually, I, I already know. I know what we're talking about, and I'm so, so, so excited about it, but our listeners don't. So, tell them what are we talking about today? So, today we're discussing how to be more productive, effective, and efficient. Yes. We're providing some tips and tricks because God knows struggle is real. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially in today's world, it's so easy to get caught up in social media and continue to scroll for hours and hours, which we do. Mm -hmm. Or we make excuses for why we didn't get to do that thing that was on our list for months now. I'm guilty. And also, we also just want to stop wasting time to have more time for the things that matter. So... Today's topic is a juicy one. It is, it is, it is, it is. And I'm, I'm again, I'm so excited about it because I talk, I talk about this all the time. I tend to, mm-hmm. it's like my obsession. It has been for so many years. And although I'm, you know, I can't say that I'm the most productive person. I still fail in many things, but I do feel like through, you know, various research through years of trying over and mm-hmm. over again to see what works and what doesn't and why certain things work and why certain things don't. I think I have some great tips in today's episode. And I can show you a thing or two about how to become more productive in your everyday life. Okay, but first things first, these three words, productivity, efficiency, and effectiveness, they sound so important, but what do they actually mean? Right. So good question. Productivity is the effectiveness of productive effort, especially in industry as measured in terms of the rate of output per unit of input. I mean, it sounds really complicated, but it's basically output over input. So how productive you are, how much are you actually putting in and how much you're getting out. Mm -hmm. And then for efficiency, it's the state of quality of being efficient. So it's basically doing the right thing and doing it well. And I'll give you Mm. an example on that. And then effectiveness is the degree to which something is successful in producing a desired result. So basically getting a success. So let me give you an example. So it might be Mm -hmm. easier to understand. You know, you talk about articles all the time, how you, you tend to write articles, right? So here's an example for you. So productivity is about the quantity of output. So you can write 10 articles per day, but it doesn't mean that they're going to be great, right? So efficiency is about the quality of the product or performance. So you can write half of an article per day and make it really good, but it might be enough to meet, you know, somebody else's goals. And then when you're effective, it means you combine the efficiency and the productivity concept. So you produce more work with fewer resources. So that makes sense. Right. So these, these three words, and you know, people, I think most of the time people use the word productivity a lot more. I tend to use productivity and efficiency because of course effectiveness is important, but efficiency is how, how quick you are and how, how productive you are at the same time. So before we go, you know, I go into all my tricks and tips, maybe you can tell me what you're struggling with and I can be your doctor for the day. <laughs> so, you know, I hear people say all the time, I'm so unproductive or I'm lazy or I can't get anything done. Do you have anything specific that you struggle with? First of all, I believe this is the right place to use the phrase, it me. I don't know if this is the right place to use it, but I'm going to use it. If anyone says that I'm wrong, I'm sorry. This is not my native language, but I'm going to use it. Okay, so I consider myself the queen of inefficiency and procrastination. I am very productive, Mm -hmm. but I have been long aware of the fact that I'm pretty distracted and inefficient. I just seem to get by every day and only do the urgent things. Mm -hmm. I have this like constant feeling of not doing enough and doing 
too much at the same time. Do you know what I mean? At the same time, I feel like I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. And then I'm like, oh my God, I have too much on my plate. So I've been thinking about this. We have been talking about this um, even beforehand. So one of the things that I was working with is the work environment. It was something that I neglected for such a long time. Mm -hmm. I used to study on my bed or couch. Mm -hmm. My back would hurt and I would get sleepy and distracted. But I mean, I put a desk in my living room. I do not have an office space, but keeping it decluttered and putting my phone away has changed my game big time. So what do you think about working environment? I think it's key. I think it's so important. So for a couple of reasons. So first of all, you want a clean environment. And you just said decluttering the space is so important because for people to feel free to be able to breathe and get work done, it's important to have environmental freedom. So for example, whether it's an office or Mm -hmm. it's a table, or even if it's a couch, listen, it can still be a couch as long as the environment around it allows you to be productive. So for Mm -hmm. example, how often? do I sit down a living room table and I see unwashed dishes or I see a cup on the left side that really needs to be put away how often do I do that first before I begin the work very often because it's distracting it's very Mm -hmm. distracting so what do we end up doing we end up cleaning the environment and then sitting down and then actually being like a little bit too exhausted and say you know what I'm going to get this done later Right. So, so you're distracting yourself with this distracting environment. So before uh, you get to work, preparation is very important. And one of the ways to prepare yourself for a productive work hour, two hours, three hours is having a clean environment that will not allow you to have excuses. I need to do this, or I need to do that, or I need to clean this, or I need to move this somewhere, or I need to go do my laundry or whatever. That's very, very important. Having that clean environment and having the ability to not distract yourself from it. Yeah. And you know, when you were talking about that, I realized I do that like cleaning first thing all the time. And it seems like I do the least necessary thing first. So for example, the other day I woke up, I had my coffee while I was reading my book, did some yoga and meditation, whatever. It was like a normal day. So I was like, this is going smooth. This is going to be a good day. Mm-hmm. When it was time for me to start the work of the day, guess what happened? I decided to put dirty clothes in the washing machine and fold the laundry and start doing all these like house chores that I could have easily done that at nighttime. Before I know it, it's like two hours later. And now I'm angry at myself for not doing any work and wasting half of my day. Join the club, girlfriend. I think a lot of people tend to do that uh, because Mm -hmm. it's you're getting easier things at first. So there could be a couple of reasons for that. One of the reasons could be you could be overwhelmed with the amount of work that you're going to have to do. So you're just Mm -hmm. you're dismissing it and you're ignoring it. And you're purposely using laundry as an excuse to not sit down and get to work. And then the other thing that I would recommend, I would change the way you think about your work. So for example, if something is a it's a big deal or a big project that you're working on, and you're a little bit overwhelmed, think about it this way, it is going to be so much easier for you to get those easier things done after this big accomplishment. Like, think about it. You're going to get this momentum of, oh my God, I just accomplished this big part that I have been ignoring for so long. And now it's going to be so much easier for you to get the rest of the things done. I understand it's like overwhelming, but you sit Mm -hmm. down, you force yourself to sit down and 
And the another thing that I always think about in my actually, my father always said, said the same thing is like the things that you don't know and the things that overwhelm you don't allow you to move forward. So what does that mean? That means we're kind of like fearful of like, we, we think this is going to take so long. Or we think this is going to be so difficult. But most of the time, it's not. Most of the time, we have no idea that it actually is not going to take us as long as we think. And so we tend to ignore it and, and mm-hmm. move it and repress it until until we it's a must to get it done. So think about it like that. Think about the fact that the easier things that you're thinking of doing are going to be even easier after you get this huge accomplishment done. And mm-hmm. that huge accomplishment, even though you might be overwhelmed in the beginning, the reality is it's probably not as bad as you think. And so that push and that force of like sitting yourself down and doing it will give you that much more productivity during the day. You know what? You're so right. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, you are. I mean, thinking about like being so overwhelmed, I feel like I get so overwhelmed if my to-do lists are really long. It's like they're really overloaded because I mean, let's be real. My to-do lists are usually at least a full page long. But the problem is like all of those things won't be done in a day. Usually like all my Mm -hmm. lists can't be done. So because I usually don't prioritize and schedule, and I know you will be talking about that because I know you're very passionate about it and I can't (laughs) wait to hear it. I lose sight of everything I wrote down. And I usually do only do the things that seem like the most urgent, but usually that's not even like my urgent. That's like somebody else's urgent, but yeah. So you just packed a lot in. Yeah, yeah. I I usually pack a lot of work in. So Mm -hmm. recently you have given me some advice and I want to thank you you right here right Mm -hmm. now make official (laughs) that writing everything down but planning the time I will be doing it beforehand changed the game my efficiency has dramatically increased this week like I've been only doing this for a week I'm a very um I'm a rookie I'm Mm -hmm. I'm new at this but Mm -hmm. let me tell you something when I write things down the day before there is a mental shift that happens I can even get up earlier, go to bed earlier. I can now sleep eight hours. Like this is a big triumph for me because Mm -hmm. just because I've scheduled it, it just gets done. And because now I can like assess how much work I'm going to have to do. I can just put the most important things and get that done. And then right after that, I can do any house, house chores. Exactly. Yes, I am a big advocate for writing things down. Whether they're on a piece of paper, I'm much more old school, so I write everything on a, in a journal, like in a planner. Or mm. you can do it electronically. That's completely fine too. Although I still think it's not a preference. There's actually still been research done that like writing things down like sticks to your memory much more. But you know, to each its own. Mm. That's fine. So there's two ongoing to-do lists that I have. One is an ongoing list of things that I need to get done and I don't want to forget to get it done. And then there's an everyday list. So and that particular list, or rather a plan for the day, is timed. So mm-hmm. I time what time I'm going to wake up. I time what time I'm going to work. I time what time I'm going to call this person and do this thing. I time when I go to the gym. I time. So I time everything and I pull the things that I can get done from my general list onto, onto this list. 
So that's very important. So instead of rewriting, and I know we do do that, where we write a list and then we didn't get it done. So we rewrite the same thing over and over again. Yeah, I used to use that, do that all the time. Exactly. So now you don't have to do that because you have a general list without timing. And you、mm-hmm. pull from that list to the day where you're like, okay, I can get that done today. And so that works much easier, right? It's genius. It's genius. <laughs> like, I know it seems like such a basic thing、simple、to do. Thing, like,、yeah. it, it, it seems very simple and logical, but I've never seen anyone do this around me. Like, I don't think in Turkey people do these kind of things. Like, <laughs> but、um, doing that has, I mean, this is one of the most productive weeks of my life. I can tell you that for sure. That makes me feel so good. I, I, listen, I, and again, I got to this point as well after doing numerous research, after being inefficient and not being able to be productive and not getting the amount of things that I wanted to get done per day. And so、mm-hmm. I started researching and like putting in time is very, very important. And psychologically, you know, that little check. You got something done, you, you、oh. put that check in. I mean, it's a huge, right? It's like, it's, it's like so a, satisfying. It's、I'm、so like, satisfying. Look at me checking this out. Exactly, exactly. That's, that's very, very important. And so, writing things down and, and putting a timing onto it is really, really important. And for, for us not to repeat the list、mm-hmm. and rewrite the list all the time, we have like one big list of ongoing lists、uh, that's not timed, and then you pull from that. Into your your daily、uh, your daily list or your daily planner, and that works.、Okay. That works really well. Yeah, and the other thing that I want to mention,、uh, you you mentioned two things. So the first thing you you're talking about, kind of like not being able to say no to people because you prioritize other people's needs. Oh yeah. So okay, this is one of my biggest problems. I can't、uh-huh. say no, especially to my supervisors and seniors, because I prioritize their work because I feel like if I don't do their request immediately and perfectly, by the way. I will let them down. So, this results in a vicious cycle because then people expect me to do everything immediately and perfectly,、mm-hmm. giving me those tasks. And then I'm like, I don't have enough of time to do my own work. So, that's a little bit of your own fault because you train them that way. Yeah, uh, but the thing that I always do when somebody asks me to do something, and by the way, I was and still am like you, I love getting other people's things done first. But what I tell is, I say, What's your time frame? What's the deadline? When do I get to, when do I need to get this done by? And if they say ASAP, you say, I can't. That's, the, that,、oh. that's your verbiage. You say, I can't. And most of the time, let me tell you, Most of the time, when you ask somebody for a time frame, it's never a- ASAP. It's never right away. It's usually,、mm. oh, you can take one or two days or a week or next month. So it's never, imp- it's never as, as important as we make it out to be in our head. You're、right? so smart. It's, I'm not smart. I actually, well, I am smart, but <laughs> let me not put myself down. But it's all through research. It's because I did the same thing. When people ask me something, I'm like, oh my God, let me do it right away. Because somebody asked me. But no, like you have your own life and you have your own priorities. And、mm-hmm. most likely, they don't need it done right away. Most likely, they have、yeah. an ignore. Yeah. So just ask, just say, hey, what's your time frame? What's your deadline? Like, when can I get this done by? Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm definitely going to do that. We'll get back to you on that. And then one last thing that I actually want to mention before we move forward is we talked about the environment, the clean environment, and we talked about prioritizing and we talked、mm-hmm. about all of these things. And one thing that I want to mention, we might go into this、uh, again, is planning. I don't know about you, but I think planning. Is so important, especially the night before. How many times have you woken up 
and not gotten things done that you wanted to get done that you thought about, you didn't write, but you thought about the night before. Tell me. Never. 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 Easy question. Never. Right. Exactly. You know why? Because you didn't plan properly. I'm telling you, everybody uses this, right? Going to the gym in the morning. Like mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. often do we wake up and say, oh my God, uh, let me just sleep in. Or I don't know what I'm going to do at the gym or I don't have anything to wear or it's this okay, that's or it's me. that. Now right. you're describing me. <laughs> I'm, I'm describing a lot of people because, and, and I, I'm describing myself too. I used to be like that all the time. So what mm-hmm. do I do? It takes a little bit of work, but it is so much better because you're so much more efficient the next day. So you plan out your outfit, or at least in your head, you know what you're going to wear. And you have the plan of work of your workout for that morning. So mm-hmm. you have the outfit and you know what you're going to be doing at the gym. The only thing that's left is for you to wake up and get going. Like, that's it. You don't have an excuse. You don't have a base excuse to actually not go. Well, like, what's your excuse now? I want to sleep more. That's not a very good excuse. And furthermore, you write those things down. So you write down 7 a.m. gym time. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to feel bad for not doing a check-in, like that little check, that box that, you know, that you wrote it in. Like you're going to feel bad about it. So the likelihood, so right. of you, the likelihood of you actually getting up and going to the gym when you wrote it up, you wrote it in your planner, you have the clothes ready and you know what you're going to be doing at the gym, what kind of workout, you can't go wrong. Like, I mean, most likely you're going to go. Most likely. I definitely understand what you're talking about because I do that all the time. Before, um, like before, I mean, like before this week, but I would do is I would just wake up and be like, okay, I'm going to do like yoga and meditation. I would be like up and I would have my coffee and then I would be thinking, oh, what I'm going to have for um, breakfast. Um, what do we have? What do we have? What do we have? I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, I'm now I'm like in front of the fridge, like looking at the fridge, but I'm sleepy. Right. So I spend five minutes there and then I go wash my face and I'm wash, And as I'm washing my face, I'm like, oh, okay, what I'm going to wear. Do I do makeup? Do I even? So I'm like thinking all these like unnecessary things. And then I'm like, make, I start making excuses. I'm like, oh, I can't do yoga. I don't have enough time. I'm going to do breakfast. Totally. Do for breakfast. So what I did this week is I actually wrote down what I'm going to have for breakfast. I know it sounds so stupid. No, it doesn't. The night before I open the fridge, I look at what I have and I'm like, oh, I can do oatmeal. I write down oatmeal and then I'm not thinking the next day. I like, I know what I'm going to have for breakfast. So now, and I have time to do yoga. So much easier if I write write down things like what I'm going to wear and what I'm going to eat for breakfast. I know it sounds like a stupid thing thing to do, but it really works. No, it's not. You know what's, oh my God, Jansu, people miss the simplest things that actually work. And so there's simple things of writing things down and planning, which are, mm-hmm. which seems so simple and people look over them. People don't do them because they think it's so simple. And they're like, why am I doing this? Like, obviously I'm going to know, but you won't, you mm-hmm. won't. You're, you're, they're looking over simple things. And like, those are the things that are the most important. Talking about the simple things that we fail at, there's something that I'm failing at. I, and I want to like pick your brains about this. I don't know how to take a break. I mean, come on, like, who doesn't know how to take a break? But first of all, I don't schedule my breaks. So mm-hmm. most of the time, I mean, I forget to even get 
up of my computer. Like I'm sitting mm-hmm. there a whole day for hours. And if I do, I don't know how to relax or clear my mind. When I stop working, I scroll through social media or do house chores. But yeah. the problem is when I open my Instagram account, I am bombarded with new information. Before I know it. Hours and hours deep. And stressed and anxious. Yeah. Listen, you are not the only one. And unfortunately, I actually still struggle with this. I myself struggle with taking breaks. And now that I'm back in the office, I I really, I struggle with that too. And so the only thing that I can tell you, we've had this conversation. Let me, let me backtrack a little bit. So first of all, everybody needs a break. Every, mm-hmm. every single person and not just a physical break, but also a mental break. A mental break is actually a much more important than a physical break. So, and uh, social media is not a break. Eating might be a break, like mindful eating might be a break. A walk might be a break. And mm-hmm. Going to the gym might be a break. But in order for you to be more efficient during the day and mm-hmm. effective is to take a break. And so what happens last week, for example, I was very busy at work and I forced myself to take a break, a walk. So I put my alarm, I set my alarm for 1 p.m. And I said, I said, okay, this is when I'm going for a walk because I knew that I had a call at 2 p.m. that I had to take. So I was like, let me, that only happened two times in, in five days. So mm-hmm. I was only able to get that done too. But you know what? Two is better than none. And so I certainly suffer with that too. And, you know, if this, especially if I'm working from home, then there's other things that I'm doing. Absolutely. So writing in that break space, because we feel guilty for whatever reason, we as humans tend to feel guilty for taking breaks because there are still things to do. But I always think back and I say to myself, there will always be something to do before, yeah. during, and after the break. So that 30 minutes, or hopefully you have an hour to take a break, you take that break because it's necessary for you and for everyone else to be more, you're going to be much more productive, efficient, and effective during the day if you take breaks because your brain requires it. It's a requirement. So when people say, you know, and I brought this up a couple of days ago, it's like when people say, oh my God, I worked all day. Uh, maybe you worked all day. It's possible you were at work all day, but were you efficient? Like, was it worth, was it worth it for you? Maybe you wouldn't have had to work all day if you took a break. If you took a break, maybe you wouldn't. And and I know, and I know it's different for different people. I'm totally generalizing, but that's where, that's my, that's where my research has led me to believe. And I'm, I'm with that research for now until you prove me wrong. (laughs) But I mean, we all know how longer it takes for us to do a simple thing. Like, for example, if I'm tired, something that would usually take me 15 minutes to do, it takes me at least an hour. Like if I'm going to write down a simple thing or if I'm going to research something very simple because I'm tired, if I just stopped, I don't know, took a walk, pet my cats and came back, I would have easily done that in like 15 minutes. But because I force myself, I take so much more time. And you know what happens? I don't have enough time for myself for self-care. I think it's the most difficult one out of all of them. I really do. I mean, as simple as it sounds, like take a break, right? Sounds Mm -hmm. so simple. But I really think it is the, for me, it is the most difficult out of all of them. So yeah, it's still a learning process for me. And I, but you know, I'm trying, I'm, I'm succeeding in some days and I'm, I'm not succeeding in others. And you're totally right. Where it's like when your brain is fried, you're better off just taking a break. You're going to do so much better after the break. 
But we don't tend to do that because for whatever reason, guilt, pressure, thinking you're going to waste your time when in reality you're not. So taking a break is really important. And like I said, as I talk about writing things down, write that break in. Just like you're writing a gym in or you're writing a a meeting in, that's another meeting for you. That is a meeting that is a requirement and and is necessary. That's another meeting with yourself. Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about is, Mm -hmm. you know how people always say, oh, but I'm too lazy to to do that. Mm -hmm. I don't, I mean, I personally don't do that, but I can definitely Mm -hmm. understand people. And I feel like it might be, be a mental thing. What do you think? I also don't consider myself a lazy person. Mm-hmm. Not only do I not consider, I actually don't believe in laziness. I don't think there's such thing as a lazy person. I actually wrote a blog about it a couple of years ago. It's it's simply, uh, and I'm going to read off, like I'm going to quote myself. <laughs> I'm no, going to quote myself, but you. yeah. It's simply nothing more than a convenient excuse for one's own inaction. So if you can't get things done, can't get yourself up in the morning, can't finish things you started, giving up easily and losing interest in things that you're doing, these are consequences, not causes. You figure out the cause, you heal the cause, and the symptoms, which is laziness, will disappear. So goodbye, laziness. Let me elaborate on that a little bit. So again, I don't think it's people can be lazy. I think there's maybe a dislike in -hmm. whatever they're doing. There's lack of energy, lack of goal, motivation, or maybe they're overwhelmed. And Mm -hmm. there's always fear, right? So even though they're saying that they're lazy, it's not so. There's a reason as to why they're acting this way. For example, like if you're doing something that you don't want to do, or, or rather if you have to do something that you don't want to do and you don't do it, So instead of saying, I just don't want to do it, you say, oh my God, I'm so lazy. I didn't even get this done. Oh, I procrastinate. Like that's my solution to all the things that I don't want to do. Right, exactly. So but procrastination is, it's also another excuse, right? We tend to excuse, we use excuses as to why we procrastinate. So it's very similar to laziness. Like I actually don't believe, laziness is, is a word that people use to not be able to get things done. And again, going back into like another excuse is like, you're exhausted, you are tired, you're not motivated and you say, I'm lazy. That's not true. There's no such thing as laziness. There's, you don't have an excitement. There's no reason, you don't have a good reason to do things. And so you tend not to do them. And then you call yourself lazy. I don't believe in laziness. I don't think anybody's lazy. I think there's a reason why people are not doing it. So figure out why you're not doing it, figure out the cause. Mm -hmm. And that laziness will absolutely disappear. And I also think another good tip to um, not feel like you're being lazy is to make some things automatic. For example, if you know you have to do something every single day, making a habit out of it works. I mean, it can definitely take you from being or feeling like you're lazy and making something so automatic that you don't even like think about it. You do that every day. And, you know, I talked about this before, how I started writing my article and made a habit out of it. It was, mm-hmm. um, we talked about this in our resolutions episode. Mm-hmm. I was feeling so bad because I didn't start that. But when I worked on making it a habit, the the work has started building up. So now I'm very into habits. You've sent me a book. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It's called 
Atomic Habits. It's by James Clear. It's an amazing book. I really loved it. Um, we can talk about it if people would like us to talk about it. I will be very happy to talk about habits. I definitely do think habits is a big thing that people need to look into. Absolutely. It's the only, it's the key to momentum. It's the key mm-hmm. to making things automatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And that's a whole different topic. And we'll we hope to cover that in the next episode. We covered, again, we covered a lot today. And I, I'm so happy that we did this episode. I hope listeners took some pointers and, and make their daily lives more productive and effective and efficient. Because and, and I mean that also while relaxing. I, I actually want to put, put that out there. Is like, this is not just about productivity and efficiency and effectiveness mm-hmm. in like work life. But I, and as we talk about breaks and everything else, I also think it's really, really important to take a break when necessary to go on that vacation or to take a chill pill or to get that cup of coffee, whatever, you know, self-care. So so many episodes coming up, so many exciting <laughs> ones, but per usual uh, for our listeners, don't keep yourself quiet. Let us know uh, that you are with us by liking, subscribing, sharing, and commenting. We'd love to hear from you. Maybe we didn't cover something that's you know, that's important to you or that's interesting to you or that you figured out a way to be more productive. Mm -hmm. Let us know. Until next time, see you later, quasi stranger. Bye, friend.